We are excited to announce that we're trying something new here at Dramas with a Side of Kimchi. We will be bringing you a Patreon page starting today. You might be wondering what that means. Simply put, we are providing bonus content and podcast episodes for our super fans. We love podcasting and blogging, but the monthly expenses add up over time. With this, we'll be able to cover our costs and continue bringing you premium Asian drama content. We have posted an outtake from our latest podcast, Idol Actors or Acting Idols, in which we answer more questions that just didn't make it into our initial podcast because of time. And from now on, we'll be dedicating our first podcast of the month to our superfans. We look forward to chatting more dramas with all of you. You can find our Patreon page linked in our show notes. Welcome to Dramas with the Side of Kimchi podcast. This is CL Kita, and I'm guest hosting this week. Today is the Battle of the OTPs. We have Secretary Kim, Legend Fu Yao, Come and Hug a Psycho, or Come and Hug Me, and we have Life on Mars. I'm Kay Muse. I'm Kay Drama Jen. I'm Carrie Lamakne. And I'm Drama Geek. A few quick things before we get started. We plan to cover all kinds of dramas Thai, Japanese, Chinese, and of course, K dramas. And we're Westerners who adore Asian dramas, and we hope you'll be patient with us if we stumble over the pronunciation sometimes. We're always trying to improve, but it's a work in progress. As are our podcasts. We will do our best to improve as we go while sharing our love of Asian dramas. We love blogging about them, but behind the scenes, we have so much more to say, and we want to share it with you. And talking is so much faster than typing. So I'm a little excited uh, for this topic. It kind of grew and grew and grew. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And, and, you know, we'll see what comes from it, because half of the people didn't read all of our discussions this week. So half of them are like, what? We're discussing that? So we're (laughs) we're going to, like, go off, edit some of this stuff. It'll be fun. Um, But... Today's topic is our one true pairings that are currently airing, um, more commonly known as OTPs. We're going to talk about the main couples of four different dramas that we are loving, and then you can join us as we fight it out over which is the number one OTP currently. So I guess we're going to start with uh, Secretary Kim. Yeah, I think, yeah, I think we're going to do the pros, cons of each couple, and then we'll discuss who wins in various situations. And at the very end, I think we're going to have to choose the one. What? So, no, nope, <laughs> we each have to choose one. So keep it in um, mind. There's no harems like here. It's one. We all break the rules. It's not going to be possible. This is the be all end all rule, and whoever gets the most votes wins. And since I'm there's totally five of us, we won't have ties. So <laughs> I don't want to be the tiebreaker. I'll be the tiebreaker. I'll fight down with all you. <laughs> yes, you would. All right. So with Secretary Kim. For me, the biggest pro is the chairman's towering ego, because <laughs> Park Sao Jun plays it in such a way that it's not obnoxious, it's hilarious, and yet still just such a central part of his character. It just works for me, and I adore it. So for me, it's the way Secretary Kim seems to just know him so well, and how chairman, or is it vice chairman, 
how he tries to take care of him, her in his own kind of awkward way. And as the show has progressed, he's gotten a lot better at figuring out what she needs um, in the beginning. You know, things like bringing her the flowers and that she's allergic to and things were complete mess ups. But he's such he's just kind of a dork, but he's a really lovable one. So I, I think that that part of their relationship where they're trying to figure each other out and I think she's got him more figured out. That's what I love. I think my favorite is, is kind of to build on both of you guys is that back and forth between them. Like they, they both know each other and they've both had that relationship that's built over the last nine years, but it even started when they were little, like some of the, 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 kid scenes are just super adorable with the two of them. Um, I actually think that she may be the cause of that huge ego from like <laughs> some of the stuff she told him as a little kid. And then I think he took that and then like actually like wore it as an armor to protect himself from everything that he had to go through. So, you know, she has to deal with what she created. And and then she also fed into it as, you know, they over the nine years of her being the secretary. But my favorite thing is just that. And as the actors themselves, like their chemistry of their back and forth of they just have this amazing timing, whether it be their physical interactions or their verbal back and forth. There's this perfect. He says something and the way she answers him. It's just it that. I can't even like explain how it's perfect. Like that's, that's the best word I can explain is that it's just perfect where not just that they know each other, but like how they speak to one another. Like, it, and it kind of sounds a little formal. So in another situation in another relationship, it might bother me that they still kind of speak that way to each other, but it works so perfectly for them. Cause I can totally see them as little kids doing that as well. <laughs> I'm like <laughs> having that more formal, but the way that they speak and answer each other, um, like synergy that they have between each other. I agree with drama geek. I, I also tossed out the idea that he is a product of her making. Um, one of the things that I've noticed is he'll toss out one of his totally narcissistic. I'm awesome sayings. And she'll look at him and she'll be like, yes, you are. <laughs> and just go along with it. I mean, and she, she doesn't ever, she doesn't ever try to take him down a peg. But I love that about her because she is very secure and it's about time that we had a really good, strong heroine that she stands on her own two feet and she's very capable. They work together well, but they are a team. Mm -hmm. And that's why I think just seeing them interact with each other and finishing each other's thoughts and sentences makes this so appealing. I agree with all of the rest of you. I want to point out that I love how the writer has written his narcissistic tendencies mm-hmm. because on <laughs> most characters, it'd be like, oh my gosh, you're such a jerk. Mm-hmm. Like, for example, it kind of put me into mind over the attitude that um, the main guy in Secret Garden had. He was very much a narcissist, mm-hmm. but he was a jerk about it. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. with him, he comes across as a narcissist puppy, I guess. Where you know, <laughs> I think that's part part. It is him. him it's a combo. It's him. The actor. It's a combo. The writing. Right. I think, you know, they never made him cruel. They never made mm-hmm. him be mean to others. You know, even 
after we saw he's pushed her so hard because he saw that she wanted to be a better secretary. So he helped her become a better secretary. It wasn't that, well, I expect you to do all this or you're fired. Right. You know, it was never that. He's always just very narcissistic, but he's likable. Right. Which never happens in dramas. I think this might be the first time ever. And so, you know. I agree. So do we All have right. cons? So moving on. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Do we have any cons or any cons um, to this OTP? And honestly, I can't see any. But that's possible or probable because the towering ego's counterpart, the main or the ponytail of glory often distracts me. <laughs> it swishes so perfectly. Oh. It does. And it's kept oh. itself up for so many episodes. I, I love it. People are discussing, is it? Cause I mean, her hair with the length that they have her hair and everything, it could possibly be just her hair and perfectly put up in a ponytail. But I don't no. think it has it's, extensions on it extensions. when it's in the ponytail. But there's a whole discuss, like, discussion groups about her ponytail. <laughs> <laughs> um, I oh, think- yeah, there's there's definitely added to on the ponytail. Mm-hmm. You can see sometimes the different light, like where the her original layer cuts and then the longer layer. But it's still pretty. It's so pretty. <laughs> I still love it. I do love it. Um, so I, uh, for me, the con is that he's been hiding this giant secret. And when she asked him, I mean, for the longest time, like, like she was falling for her bro- for his brother based on the fact that, you know, she had these false memories. And so when her memory started coming back to her and she asked him point blank, like, is this you? He totally lied. And I get that he's been keeping this a secret for years and years and years. But I really feel like, you know, if your one true love is asking you a question like that, it's time to come clean. So for me, that was a con. Yeah. Do we think she ever really fell for the brother, though? I I felt that she admired the brother's skills and talents. I never Mm -hmm. felt like, oh, I'm it. She's falling for him because he's the the guy she knew as a child you know what i right. mean no she yeah. i mean she i think was appreciative of him or mm-hmm. and she wanted you know she liked him as an author as well yeah. but i think well, that I think she wanted a relationship but not romantic yeah. right but that I was closure but yeah. he didn't know that i mean i think that you know the ceo mm-hmm. you know vice chairman there he he saw her and he thought she might be falling for his brother. And that probably would have been a good time to say, Oh, Hey, by the way, um, I was the one that was, you know, locked in the secret nasty place with you. So that could come off as him being just jealous and trying to steal the attention. So I can see where the timing had to be adjusted. Just a thought. Just saying, she had <laughs> lots of chances to tell, like, you know, when she asked him directly, Maybe well, not. yeah, there was that. <laughs> I think for him, it was like a door. Like once the door opened, then it yeah. all was going to come out. And that he, I mean, he really was protecting his brother. Because, I mean, ultimately, when his brother finds out, he's going to be like, oh, I was the one that caused all of this stuff. Because he did. I mean, the parents were enablers and they allowed it to continue. And they sh- they probably should not have let it play out the way that they did and so they are definitely to blame and he was a kid so you can't completely blame him but he of course he's gonna blame him he obviously can't handle 
the guilt of it be back then. And so I think he felt, okay, if I open this door, the guilt and everything else is just going to come crashing down. And obviously it, it worked out in, in their favor once the truth came out and everything. But I think that's for him. That was that mental block of like, once I admit it, then it's all out. So here's a parenting tip. If you have children going through extreme trauma, perhaps, I don't know, get them some counseling or, you know. Unless their options were put put them in the psycho house or, you know, lie. Well, I mean, you have to think about it, though, the time frame and Mm -hmm. what kind of counseling was available at the time. What... (laughs) places like that look like you know i mean you the, if you look at that that factors into it though in the 90s it's not that long but ago. in korea <laughs> possibly i'm yeah. i wouldn't have them institutionalized so there is, is what i'm stigma. saying i get i do yes. get that but yes. so, i mean that's just really crappy parenting to is. let no. <laughs> your kids think that he was the one that went through all of that and then have your other one you know what? We're banking on amnesia here. <laughs> and let's change his name. So let's make it even it was, more confusing. Because, well, I, I think what they said, it was too confusing for the, the older brother to have his name be this that way. And so that's why they changed mm-hmm. his name. So they, I'm sorry. I know that you're faking amnesia for me and everything, but we're going to have to change your name. It's just too confusing. <laughs> like he really did get the rot end of the stick of everything. And that was the part that really frustrated me the most about when it all came out and the way that the older brother replied responded to it. It's like, dude, you do not get the right to be mad at him at all. He has pretended to not remember this stuff. He has pretended to be the bad guy. And he apologized to you when he was a little kid for you. Like it was all just for you and to, to make everything okay. Like you don't get the right to be all mad at him. It was okay, very... but this whole storyline like requires right. like triple amnesia. <laughs> it does. It does. True. No, I, I think I for me that is this, the weakest link. Yeah. yeah, this OTP is so adorable and fabulous that it doesn't really matter that there are all these horrendous plot holes because they're just so adorable. I just want to keep watching them. Yes. Yeah. And that's where, what we're going to have to bank on, I think for the next four episodes. Cause I'm like, right. uh, what's the story going to be about for the rest right. of the time? We've already resolved most of the things, I'm, right? <laughs> I'm expecting her dad to show up. Cause remember her dad's the loser with the debts and all that. And he's off mm-hmm. finding himself or whatever he does. And he's like mm-hmm. the black sheep. I bet the dad shows up. That's my guess. After the cameo appearance, like, I kind of don't want dad to show no, up. And no, I don't either. Right. I like having that image of them. Yes. <laughs> In my head. That really sold it for me. That yeah. just having the, because it's my first life cameo was just fantastic. Oh, I loved great. it. It was beautiful. Okay. I think you covered my cons, so I don't think I have anything left to say. <laughs> I really think that for this couple, the main con is it's just, just that story the weak storyline of the brother. Yeah, yeah I agree. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So let's discuss Legend of Fuyo OTP. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I binge watched all of the episodes pretty much for this week in one day because <laughs> I was on vacation. So I like, came back and watched them all. Well, so I'm very. For those of you who are listeners and don't follow the blog, we're actually doing 
uh, weekly recaps where we discuss our favorite moments of eight episodes. Because, yes, eight episodes air each week. So right. this is a time commitment. This, um, is, this is almost unheard of for some of these people that are talking to you right now. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Carrie, uh, yeah. Carrie and I do not watch historicals we do not watch really long dramas i don't think layla usually does either yeah no i i drop them like they're hot typically after 10 (laughs) i usually make it till about 20 or so once the once the otp start cooling down and the politics start taking over i'm out well it's so funny because i was watching i'm a little behind the rest of you because i had some stuff come up the last couple of days but i was watching and i'm like this is about when uh, Jenny kicks the, the show <laughs> off, and but she's still she's ahead of me, so yay! Because they have managed to weave enough OTP time into the politics, and, and well, not just time, but one of their biggest pros. I'll just I'll just go. Right, go I'll just I'll just pros. go. Okay. The fight sequences between the two of not between them. They are always uh, well, not they're always at the at the very beginning of the show. They were fighting each other, and that was pretty awesome. And the the but, wet scene, they were fighting each other. They were. Oh, that was not so hot. I mean, come on, scene, they had but... a. <laughs> it wasn't serious fighting. I mean, come on, Let's there was time for a kiss. <laughs> fighting for them is foreplay. It is. I feel is. like every time they fight, I'm like, ooh, I'm, I think I'm watching a moment. Maybe I shouldn't be watching. <laughs> and this director is is enamored with creative like shirtless <laughs> fight scenes like his fight scenes are maybe not the bigger ones aren't always the best but like with that with a bunch of people but like yeah. when you've got those two fighting or him fighting somebody or her fighting One somebody of losing a shirt <laughs> <laughs> oh, clothes come off clothes come off have you have you have you finished the wedding night yet no no okay oh my gosh the I'm most so creative off. wedding night clothes coming off i've ever seen like well every time i see him like whip off the shirt i'm like i haven't seen a shirt come off that fast since i watched rain do that um performance where he like goes full he even whips wet. it back on pretty good too and the, with the one fight this the, but i i think that they're um, ability to flirt, fight, and connive, connive <laughs> together as a couple. And I hope that it continues through the next 30 some episodes where they continue to have them not separated because they keep having it with, I mean, they know that they are the, yeah. the, the glue that hold their chemistry is the glue that holds the well, drama I together. That They're just no so secrets. Like between them, yeah. Well, there is no. She well, didn't even know who he was. One one. A, she doesn't, I mean, still doesn't know. know who he is. But I'm just saying, identity he secret. Know, he knows who she is, <laughs> even though she has a different face. Right. He knows. She knows that he's not the real king. You know, there's a lot of secrets that each of them know about each other, and it's like, eh. Just I don't keep care. watching, hun. Just keep watching. So you'll realize how much. There are uh, secrets between I'm, them. <laughs> there are secrets. Yeah, I, every time you guys like start chatting, I'm just like, a little bit of me dies inside. I'm so far behind. Oh, and Carrie's knitting. Carrie's oh Carrie gosh. has popped up a little knitting um, GIF yeah. or cartoon or whatever you call them. Every time we start talking, <laughs> Carrie would throw up this little knitting thing, and, and she, it would just crack me up. She kept up the the 
the thing that throughout this last week when she was actually watching and none of us knew she <laughs> yeah. was watching and we were talking and she wouldn't comment on what we were talking about days before you yeah, so she was still throwing up the knitting dog and we were like then Amber's like you guys should go check out the blog post now that everybody's commented there's some some opinions or whatever well, and so I went and looked and I was like you guys had gone back in a couple of times and no one mentioned it I'm all like okay come on guys <laughs> <laughs> it's yeah. been a busy week. <laughs> so anyway, I keep no like asking no them, excuses. like, do you guys notice anything? You know, something different? And then they're like, oh, she's watched it. She she binge watched like 30 episodes. <laughs> she did. It was and like 20. when I was watching yeah. Father is Strange. Yeah. I think I watched 25 to catch up to everybody. Yeah. But yeah, so... All right, but so Carrie, that I... now that you've binge watched, what's your pros of this OTP? Okay, well, you guys took the fighting. Yes, I'm which sorry. was my number one. <laughs> and I knew you would mention the shirtlessness, so I just left that alone. But Fu Yao herself, her independence mm. and the way he respects that and counts on it, mm -hmm. that is my absolute favorite part of this OTP because she doesn't back down. She doesn't, she's never spineless. She's never playing the weak little girl to get her way. She is always strong and forward and just in it. I agree. And that's. It's part of the reason I'm hooked is because it's to see what she does next, because it's not going to be what I expect. Mm -hmm. so, I agree. That's <laughs> she's very independent. She's she's fun to watch because you just never she doesn't react the way a typical drama heroine kind of reacts and so even like when they were plotting in within the harem you know she and she could see him playing games she was part of that as well and mm -hmm. it, i really appreciated that but for me it's the smirky looks that they have going back and forth mm -hmm. i just <laughs> love it um of course shirtlessness as well but <laughs> anyway it's the smirky looks mm -hmm. Well, Ethan is doing a fantastic job as Wooji. And is that how you pronounce it? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. And yeah. a great job taking these clothes off. No. I mean, you know, I'm. we all know that I'm shallow. And, and I'll talk about, you know, the good looking guys taking their shirts off and stuff. But that he's so creative with it. And, and I love how she's surprised every time his clothes come off. <laughs> um. I think what I like, I'm a huge fan of politicking, unlike some of my co-bloggers, although this yes. one's doing it well. <laughs> this one is inter, like a lot of it's done well. Um, but I like that they both politic independently and together. You know, they're definitely playing the factions mm -hmm. and, you know, sometimes to the benefit of each other. Sometimes they're like, nope, I'm going to draw the line here um she has like a crazy pseudo mom <laughs> who has decided that she's the long lost child and the prince wanted her to get um information from her and she's like no i'm not gonna do it she treats me like a daughter and since i'm an orphan i appreciate that so you're gonna have to figure something else out and he accepted that i mean you know that kind of thing where they'll do it together but they respect each other's boundaries and i like that so I agree. All right, cons of Fuyo. Fuyo. <laughs> However you pronounce that. Fuyo. Fuyo. We have a lot of episodes 
And there's a lot of layers to this story. And I have a feeling that it's it's going to get very convoluted and less fun. And that's that's my biggest con. And hanging on through it. Hanging on through the not fun parts is going to be the hardest part for me. As long as there's good OTP moments, I think I think it'll be okay. I personally think that the fact that, you know, they have this ill-fated love that's going to rip apart the five kingdoms and throw them into, like, I don't know, volcanoes and earthquakes and things or whatever it was. <laughs> I think that's kind of a drawback when it come comes to, like, who you want to end up with. But, you know, as long as we have a few more shirtless fight scenes, I think... That it's going to make up for all that impending doom. I'm good with it. Yeah. You and Amber are good with that kind of stuff and you're like experienced. And I think Carrie and Layla and I are going to be over in a corner going, oh my gosh, I just want the happy, smirky, shirtless, fun OTP moments back. I don't know. They could totally surprise us. And we're going to be all like, you're committed. It's the recaps. I know. I know. <laughs> yeah. I was afraid that because you guys were saying there was going to be a lot of politicking. So when I came back, I'm like, oh. Gosh, I got to watch all of these and catch up because we have to do the next chatty recap. And so I started it watching it. It wasn't bad. No. So, I mean, I, I, there, okay, I admit I did fast forward through a couple of scenes or whatever, but I do think because we're moving from one kingdom to the other and stuff that, you know, because there is five different places that, and there's different bad guys that we'll probably encounter that, yes. that might help out. Not feel because that's one of my biggest things is when you have the same lady tricking. Oh, what was it? Um, Princess Wei Wei Young. Oh, yeah. oh my gosh, how many times yes. could she be oh, <laughs> for the same thing? Like she was like fake, the same people fake, plotted fake. against her that she they and they, they, they the set her up. Thing. They set over her up again. over and over and over again. And I was like, okay, I'm out. <laughs> like I, I didn't really like one, the couple was, as much as I wanted yeah. to. I wanted her to end up with the Tiger Prince or whatever. <laughs> He was more was interesting. Way young. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. okay. they, they plotted against her so many times, it just got very repetitive. Well, so hopefully, because they did, it was the same plot. Yeah. Right. It wasn't even like mixed up at all. It was like, oh no, we're gonna fake that she did this. Right. Yeah. And we're no, gonna they blame just her, <laughs> and she's gonna get out of it, and then we're gonna do it again. <laughs> so it's kind of like watching the fake Prince Ponytail over and over. Nodic. <laughs> no, he's oh Prince goodness. Ponytail. Prince Ponytail. Yeah, he is Prince. He's he's legit. Oh, no, no, I think he's real Prince Ponytail. Yeah, yeah, yeah he's real prince. prince. That's a real Prince. I loved we had a comment on the blog about, um, you know, how he had to keep his birthday secret. And she's like, they never like noticed the giant. Hey, I'm the prince tattoo. I know. Hateful, hateful doctor. What did, what did she instead of hot yeah, doctor? Hateful what doc. she, <laughs> when hateful doctor like showed him, I was like. So if you have the tattoo, why didn't he think of why he had a tattoo and what that meant and like research that? And then he would have found out a long time ago, even the the prime minister, doesn't he know that there's tattoos for that family? Why didn't he see the kid and go, oh, you've got a tattoo. You're the and prince. it wasn't even like hidden on his butt or anything. <laughs> no, it was on his shoulder. Well, did shoulder. they ever show Prince Ponytail's? No. No, they do. don't. Okay, they don't. So maybe his is on his butt. <laughs> he didn't know. <laughs> and that's why they haven't showed us. There we so. go. I actually trust these writers hmm. because we get these great blends of the dramatic and the 
the funny and the stuff that we love. Mm-hmm. And they've kept it up, even though, because I've watched through, I'm halfway through episode 31 at this point. Mm-hmm. And there's some heavy stuff that happens. And yet there's still those little bits of lighter moments that help carry through all the heavy. So, and that's why I'm still with it. You know, 31 episodes. I'm still with it. <laughs> I'm impressed. I have to say, I'm impressed. This is your first C drama, right, Carrie? The first one I've stuck with, yeah. <laughs> nice job. Congratulations. Well, and I think one <laughs> of our uh, readers on the Chatty Recaps has spoiled it a little, saying there's a good ending, <laughs> at least in the books. In the books, so, yes. She, she says said in the there's books, a happy ending in the books. So there's a good okay. chance that there's going to be a happy ending for us, too. But in the books, she's a time traveler, she and is. they weren't allowed to have her be a time traveler right. because of rules that they have about that yes china has a lot of rules (laughs) like it does kind of explain a little bit of her attitude but they worked that into her past in the 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 drama very well says this slave she's determined and independent so which means that the one guy the love that she felt the original guy that finally died woo um <laughs> that he wasn't somebody yes. she had a connection with if she was a time traveler like maybe he did love her but he they might have been an added thing from the book i don't know but anyway have we all listed our cons i didn't but you guys okay. answered mine so okay. all right. <laughs> good i just know shirtlessness <laughs> No, that was a pro, not a con. <laughs> I haven't done uh, my cons. No, I, I know. But yet. you just listed shirtlessness and we're talking about cons. So did no, you? No, I didn't do cons yet. I didn't do a pro either. You I didn't. kept waving. Oh. <laughs> Sorry. All right. Since we're on cons, I will answer that question. Okay. <laughs> um, I think the biggest con is just... It's hard to have a relationship work when there's a lot of fakeness about you, Mm -hmm. like because they're both being fake people and, you know, to have your real relationship work. Well, what about their real lives Mm -hmm. and how does that work? Legalities like he's not really the lineage that he's claiming and she has some secret birth secret lineage. And, you know, there's just so much that they don't communicate on that level that I think it's And she looks a negative. I mean, isn't that a little weird? She Like, she has somebody else's face, at least back, you know, where you were. <laughs> you guys suck. <laughs> and, like, she's, her cons, and I'm just saying, okay, I gotta shut up, I gotta shut up, I gotta shut up. Yeah. <laughs> no, you can mention your cons. I'll be watching it the next day. It's fine. No, that's, no, I, I already listened to my cons. All right. So is that, that was your cons? That was a, that was that a good was con. Kid. I totally agree with that con. Oh, oh, sorry. <laughs> I turned the air conditioner on by accident. I was like, what is that beeping noise? Me and my elbow. <laughs> um, wow, all of our couples have a lot of, like, issues cons that might not be good long term. Okay, let's go with our next one. Hug a psycho. Hug also a psycho. known as come and hug me. Um. My favorite pro for this one is that they're obsessed with each other to a crazy extent, and watching them stare at each other is beautiful. (laughs) (laughs) They are a beautiful, sad love. Actually, that's probably my pro, too, is out of all the supposedly beautiful love, sad stories that I've watched so far, they actually encapsulate it really well. That's it. Yeah. For me, again, it's still, it's the way they look at one another. 
and from Nakmu's point of view that she's just never thought of him in any different light. Even though his dad killed her parents, she has loved him from the start and accepted him um, for himself. So for me, it is the hugs. It is the fact that every time they hit a hard point, they hug. Every time something bad ha- happens, they open their arms and, and they just embrace. And I love the fact that it's not someone waiting for someone to comfort them and be with them. That is just what that is who this couple is. I agree. That's and that's probably my pro, too, is just I feel like, again, this with this drama, they really play with a lot of what family means and what blood means. And that's I feel like they are family to each other and that they have been for a very long time and that they were both that connection when they were younger. And now that they're older, they still have that connection and that they are their family. So they're just going to hug it out. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, the younger couple is the transition between the younger couple and the older couple is perfect. Mm -hmm. I mean, they will, the way that they start a scene out as a memory and then we go to modern day and it's just seamless. Mm -hmm. And I love that. A lot of times they won't have the younger couple in the drama as long as they have with this one. But I, I love those transitions and it's probably why they spent so much time trying to emulate each other because they knew that the younger ones would be in the drama so long and that they would see those, you know, resemblances. And I also think it helps um, exemplify like that they are haven't really changed a lot that, you know, that they right. really are kind of locked into that time period in their life and that they haven't overcome the tragedy that they experienced. So I, I really do love that the younger couple and how that they've been able to be in there too. So cons. (laughs) (laughs) I think of the title. (laughs) So, um, we just actually had a whole podcast on this drama last week. So if you haven't listened to it, go back to last week's drama or, uh, podcast and check out our thoughts on the show in depth. But um, the one negative I had is that they're a little too damaged to have a healthy relationship. They've never gotten help. They've never really had the therapy and the distance from the situation they needed to heal. And they're jumping into a relationship with that kind of outlook. And so it's a little bit on the unhealthy side. So. so Amber's worried about the, the future of our, our poor little couple here. I'm kind of worried about the present where you've got like psycho killer dad on the loose. And that kind of like puts a damper on all your fun trips to the amusement park and stuff. So <laughs> I'm a little worried. That, um, and then also just that if Dojin loses it and kills his dad or does something like that, that he's going to really regret, then dad will have won. And he could he could lose everything the way the laws are he could end up in jail and I just, I just don't want that kind of an ending for them. I'm pretty sure she'd wait for him. him, I know, but I just feel like we're going to talk cons. I think the fact that we've got killer dad on the loose, that's probably a big one. I would say killer dad is the biggest con killer, killer dad and copycat Mm -hmm. copycat is, I mean, he has literally got them in his sights and he is itching to take them out of the picture and i even though i know that we we ended this week with him in jail i still 
I don't know. I don't know about him. <laughs> He's in jail. Okay, got that. Check mark. <laughs> <laughs> he was caught. <laughs> it's okay. We were spoiling it for Amber, so yeah. I, I get it back. Sorry, guys. No, it's okay. That makes sense in storyline. Um, con for me would be, um, I think that by the end, so much cr- more stuff is going to happen. I feel like dad is going to have to die. I'm worried that mom and brother might die. I just think that it'll end and it'll be where it's just a bloodbath and that they will show this, you know, the, the, the show will say, oh, they're, they're going to live they'll not happily ever after, but they'll live, you know, and be together. And I just feel like with that kind of ending that they're just going to be scarred forever. And so I don't know if necessarily know if I'll look at them as like a happy couple, but I do feel like there's nothing that's going to separate them. So unless one of them dies, beautifully tragic, exactly. They will be Mm -hmm. beautifully tragic. And that's the way that they've been so far. I'm actually very impressed with how well they've been able to keep up that intensity that they've had throughout. So, but I just think that they'll probably just be a tragic couple for the rest of their lives. Yep. Yep. So our final drama, Life on Mars. <laughs> Everyone's just like <laughs> staring blankly. I'll jump oh. in on this one because I am in love with Officer Yoon and Teju, right? Teju? I have their name right, correct? Teju? You got me. It's been a week since hey, I watched. Hey, the dog has totally committed <laughs> that it's Teju. <laughs> I have not watched this, so I can't help you out here. I don't know. Um, so I am so in love with these two couple, and I know that it's probably from his coma that she doesn't really exist, but in my heart, she exists, and I will sail this ship to the bitter end. I'm just letting you know there. It's like I a hundred percent agree. I love their burgeoning romance. I love that she's like ultra capable and she seems though it's only our leading man that really sees her that way. And because he appreciates her for all that she has to offer, I think that you know she also appreciates him. And um I he he's kind of stealing my heart with this whole um Actually, I, I might have a girl crush on her because she's just adorable. Uh, and I love how quiet she is, but so capable. I have been mm-hmm. obsessive on Twitter about my girl crush on her. Like, I actually, and he's my number three bias. Like, the actor that plays Teju, I love him. But I've I, been tweeting so much about her and how awesome she is. Like, she's my number one girl character at this point, and I adore her. I love Officer Yoon. And I mean, she she just came out of nowhere for me. I did not think I would love her character as much as I do. And I love their interactions together. I'm sorry. One of the episodes, I can't remember which one, where they're sharing a drink out of the same glass. I literally clapped my hands and squealed like a little girl. I just thought it was the cutest thing ever. And I I love that because of his interest in her and his treatment of her, she's starting to get a little bit more credibility with the rest of the team. Mm-hmm. So just him being a decent human being in a sexist environment has made it to where I want them to have a romance. 
And I want her to just kick everybody's butt. Agree. <laughs> Which she does. Like, I, I about died when she did that, like, wrestling pile drive on the bad guy. Yeah. I'm just mm-hmm. like, oh, yeah, you go, girl. <laughs> oh, she is awesome. And I kind of feel sorry for the Mockney of the office because he obviously has a crush on her. I'm like, dude, you don't even have second lead status at this point. He, there's just no hope. <laughs> I know, you're like four, fourth lead, maybe. <laughs> if he's lucky. <laughs> So cons, I mean, the con is pretty obvious. Yeah, um, I think she's a figment of his imagination, probably. Yeah, <laughs> maybe. I still have hopes that she's like a nurse that's helping that's him through his coma. Say. Me too. That's what I'm hoping for. Or that she really, you know, that they're going to come across each other after he gets out or, you know, something. Because, you know, I do think it's a big con that he might be coma dreaming this whole thing. And uh, that makes real life romance a little tricky if she doesn't exist so <laughs> a little bit no but he created i, I need the, her to exist he created <laughs> the best coma girlfriend ever yeah it's true ever. as so. far as coma girlfriends go she really is right at the top <laughs> i thought he time traveled so it's coma well you guys he are shot sure. and oh. then he Wakes up in the hit 80s. By a car. Okay, okay. He got shot and then oh, hit by a car. In his head and hit by a car. <laughs> and he hears... So he's dead and he's in the afterlife. <laughs> well, he keeps That's hearing all of these um, medical sounds. Oh, so we're pretty sure he's in a okay, coma. Okay. Or time yeah. travel dash coma. We're not sure. Well, and they've tried to like pull the plug on him, you know, so he's, he's obviously in pretty bad shape. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. But he has a coma imaginary girlfriend and yes. the funniest neanderthal partner in the world uh, i would almost say him and his partner are also an otp they are epic. but i'm gonna bring up something from the very beginning there is an ex-girlfriend waiting on the other side potentially yeah. because and she's she's a con because it could be that as we progress and we resolve whether he's in a coma or not, she could be an issue. I mean, you never know. In my head canon, she died. <laughs> it's all straightforward for Officer Yoon Coma, imaginary girlfriend. At one point, they said, she's right here. She's right here with me. They lie. So, they lie so much. They lie. <laughs> she yes, died never trust us, by the bad guy and got her nails done. That's what happened. There you go. <laughs> my husband keeps walking and he's like, is this that man? Manicure killer show. <laughs> and you're like, yes, uh-huh. the best drama ever. I was like, yes, no, leave me alone. I'm watching. <laughs> I, I binge watched everything that was available. And now I hear there's nothing available right now. So. No, there's a new one today. <gasps> so after we're done with this podcast. Wrap it up, ladies. <laughs> I was say, Jen's going to sleep after this podcast. It's late. I don't know. Not Life anymore. It's pretty tempting to give up sleep. <sighs> yes, so. ma'am. So, I would be watching if my schedule would allow to like get Skype with you guys to watch, but I just I, there's just no way. I know, and I'm really someday. behind to everybody. So someday. yes, it'll have to be one of those where somebody's willing to rewatch with me or something. Oh, it's one that I'd rewatch. I've already watched parts of it three times, depending on who's <laughs> watching. <laughs> Yeah. And I'm going to tell so. you guys that Skype watching has changed my life because it's so much fun to watch with you guys <laughs> and, and to, to get our reactions. It's true. Mm-hmm. 
Okay, so we've discussed the pros and cons of all of them. Everyone chimed in? Mm-hmm. Yes? So now yes. it's time. How are we going to keep score? I love that Carrie said the ending, but none of them have ended yet. So we have no <laughs> So I can't judge. I'm going to have to abstain. Sorry. So, so say, that's usually oh, how no. I would judge There's an OTP no in the drama. So I think we can judge based on who which otp is capturing our attention even if the story isn't tightly mm-hmm. written mm-hmm. and so that's why like although i love the come and hug me the fact that they have really well written characters and really tightly written storyline i think that could be adding to their appeal a little bit so for me i'm going to discount them and focus on the other otps i can so agree I, with that yeah i actually think with, when yeah. it comes to like their interactions with each other and everything they probably well and i can't judge life on mars because i haven't seen it but i think that they're the weakest at like i love watching them together but the story everything about the story is what's really pulling me in not necessarily their interactions alone and i I think if we're going by that maybe life on mars also has to go because again it's the whole story it's everything Yes. And as much as I adore them, if they didn't have the surrounding storylines to create that closeness, it wouldn't be just them. You and know I'm not mean? sure they need to, like, for me to be happy with that story, they don't need to, to have a romantic relationship, even just what they have right now. Kind of like how Forest of Secrets didn't necessarily mm-hmm. end with that romantic, yeah. happy ending. I'm okay with just the way that just just their relationship right now i'm okay with so i'm not (laughs) (laughs) i i need a imaginary nurse or (laughs) i I need that real nurse or something Mm -hmm. at the end or some closure it can't be a scarlet but i'm saying that i don't think that i'm so i'm not watching the show just for the otp let's just say that yeah right Mm -hmm. Right. So what you're saying is we now have dwindled it down to Legend of Fuyao and Secretary Kim. She's oh my froze. goodness. <laughs> Layla was frozen there for a moment. <laughs> Are you there? I'm here. Can you okay, hear me? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you just paused. <laughs> I just paused. I just, it's, it's, that is hard, a hard choice. Voice for me. <laughs> no, so your your, screen, your, your feed actually froze. Like that really was. <laughs> I mean, my my whole inner turmoil just showed up on screen. Okay, so each um, of us. So I think both of like the what you've got the categories of cutest and most realistic. I don't think any of the couples within our choices are no, realistic. No. <laughs> like I, I mean. Not even Secretary Kim. And I mean, no. come on, like their relationship is very not realistic, but it's cute as all, right. all get out. So, uh, so now think of the cutest couple and the one that's going to last the test of time. Mm-hmm. So let's each of us oh. go and we pick one. Okay. I'll go first. I don't like your rules, Amber. They're like <laughs> China. Bad. I wrote the bit of outline we actually put out before uh-huh. you know, stuff happened. And so. Next time, I don't like the rules. Sorry, <laughs> I That's think not entirely me. That's mostly her. <laughs> 
I think the couple that is going to stick with me and that I'm going to remember for the longest and that I'll probably go back to is Secretary Kim. I just, I love Legends of Fuyao and I love, but I don't think that in, you know, however many years that I'll be like, oh my gosh, have you seen this drama? Like, I, I know I'm going to say that with Secretary Kim because it was just funny. Their chemistry was uh, amazing. And the, the actors are both two that are like on my favorites list. They're really Parkman Young. She is, I don't know. She's really high on my list right now. Like she has pushed her way up to the top, not to the top. I don't know. I, I don't, I can't, I'm trying to think of somebody else who would knock her off right now. She's just, she's really great. And that's why I really do want to watch her next, the, the drama that she was in right before this. Cause I didn't watch that one and I'm just in love with her. So yeah, secretary Kim. And I'm going to have to second everything that drama geek just said. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So yeah, secretary Kim's definitely my choice. So that's All two right. of us. I don't know. I mean, we've got all the shirtlessness. And the smirks. And the smirks. I know. I, I, Ethan and I, I think both I'm of gonna them. Have to go. I'm, I'm going to have to say Legend of Fuyao just <laughs> until they kill me with the politicking. I mean, but for right now, I'm I'm they're so cute together and I love the interactions. And while I really like Secretary Kim, I like the versatility and variety between Fu Yao and Wu Ji. I mean, I just I that is appealing to me. All right. Jen? Oh, I'm not ready yet. <laughs> okay. Amber? <laughs> I'm going Legend of I knew, Fuyao. I knew she would pick that one. <laughs> it's so rare that you get a Chinese drama where the OTP is so strong. I mean, you have good storylines and you have actors that are in the characters, but the storylines are what really right. pulls the, the show along mm-hmm. a lot of times in Chinese dramas. But with this, it's like those two characters and actors, they are so charismatic and in mm-hmm. sync that they just bring those characters to life and you know and since i've heard there's a happy ending i have faith that right. they're going uh-huh. to make through the test of time and and their love will persevere <laughs> so i get to be the tiebreaker too, and i choose both. <laughs> <laughs> you, have, you have to choose one because that was a really hard choice. I really do love Legends of Fuyao. Like they're yeah. that couple is amazing. So yeah, you have to choose. I'm not choosing. <laughs> you I have to. Choice. If I can't abdicate, you can't. <laughs> so I I have to, I love I love them both. Um Secretary Kim First of all, I love Park Min Young. I love her, love her, love her, and Park So Joon as well. So they are definitely very, very high up on my list. But I, if I'm going to be really honest, I put off watching Secretary Kim by a day and stayed up late and watched Fu Yao. So <laughs> I think I'm going to go with Fu Yao. All right. So <laughs> Legends of Fu Yao is our winner. All right. But by the like a hair, because I think that we all really liked both of them Mm -hmm. all right so thanks again for supporting our latest endeavor feel free to send us your thoughts and feelings about the podcast or even if you have suggestions for future topics we love to hear from our readers and our listeners 
We'd love it if you left us a rating or review on Apple Podcast. This is how we get rated and ranked in the podcast world, so we really appreciate the effort you give to support us. Or leave a comment letting us know what you'd like to hear us talk about in the future. Trust us, we're willing to talk about anything when it comes to Asian dramas, and we'd love to make you part of the conversation. And I'm giving a shout out this week to the blog Rattle Tattle. I enjoy checking out their thoughts on various Japanese and Korean dramas, and it turns out that we have a similar aversion to medical dramas, and it's always nice to find someone who shares the same feelings you do. So we'll link them in our show notes, so go check them out.